This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, real English. Here's your host, Martin Johnston. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English. Episode number 102, baby. Oh yeah. Um, in today's show, I speak to... Dum, 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 a new guest. That's right, people. A new guest. Someone new. So prepare yourselves, people. He is another friend from school, someone I went to primary school and secondary school with. His name is Corporal Coma. Corporal Coma. That probably sounds strange. You will find out why he has that strange name in a minute. Um, he is probably a little bit difficult to understand. He speaks very fast and in my opinion his mic is not the best. So I'll buy him a new one for next time. But don't worry people, okay? Relax because if you have difficulty, don't worry. It's normal. It will get easier. You will get used to it. Like you did with Dan the Man. Like you did with Clarification Charlie. It gets easier. And this is why I have different people on the show now. To get you used to different accents. The way people speak. To give those ears of yours some uh, practice. Um, anyway, remember all full volume members do have access to the transcript. So if you can't understand, go there, check that. And full volume membership will be open again very, very soon. I think probably at the end of August, start of September. I know I've said that a few times, but this time it is true. Because now I'm not working, I'm only busy with the house. Which is nearly finished, hopefully. Um, remember all of the rock and roll vocabulary is on the website rockandrollenglish.com and believe me in this episode there is fucking shitloads really loads so much it's illegal um don't call the police though um instead enjoy the show and happy listening corporal coma welcome to rock and roll english how does it feel to finally be on the show it's an absolute pleasure I bet it is. Um, we should probably explain where the name Corporal Coma comes from. It comes from um, his rock and roll haircut, which do you want to describe your haircut to everyone? Uh, it is unbelievably sensible. <laughs> so sensible, remember, means like mature. It's, it's just short around the sides, short around the back and a little bit on the top. So something like you would have in the army, which is exactly why we say corporal coma, because that's from the army. It's so great when you have to explain jokes, isn't it, coma? I find they're the best jokes always, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, corporal coma knows Boom Boom Cannon. He knows Dan the Man. Went to school with both of them, didn't you? Yep, I went to primary school with Dan and secondary school with Russ. And me, and me, let's not forget me. Yeah, yeah, you were you were quite forgettable there. Uh, yeah, thanks. Um, and I think you actually even met Clarification Charlie when you uh, came to university. I think you probably uh, tried it on with her, but I think she said no. Uh, that sounds like me, yes. <laughs> uh, what does it mean, though, to try it on with someone? Uh, it means to try and become amorous with them. I don't actually know what amorous means. Oh, actually, I do. It's sort of like love, isn't it? To start a romantic relationship. I would say to try and basically have sex with them. Remember, this is rock and roll English coma. Oh, okay. okay? Yeah, it means, to try, it means to try and have sex with them, yeah. Yeah. Although, I must tell you, at this early stage, my mum is listening, okay? And she knows you very well, Corporal Coma. So just be careful of what you're saying. I also didn't try and have sex with her. This is just for the show. <laughs> sure. Um, anyway... You probably don't know this, but I'm going to ask you anyway. Do you know how we normally start the show on Rock and Roll English? I don't. I'm not an avid listener. <laughs> 
you should be. So an avid listener is someone that listens a lot um, with a review. OK, so we have a review from Sarah, Sarah Lou from China. And it says, I don't know if you can see this, Martin, as leaving reviews on iTunes can be quite tricky where I live. Oh, some rock and roll vocabulary. What does tricky mean? Uh, difficult, very difficult. Yeah. Yeah, th- that was a question for you. You took your time to respond there, Coma, but you did it. So congratulations on that. Um, she said, I'm listening to you and Boom Boom Cannon talking about the London Tube whilst leaving this review. One of our favourite things to talk about. You always put a smile on my face. Boom Boom Cannon is awesome. So was the most beautiful teacher girl. I think she means clarification, Charlie. Um, Cannon has the most delightful voice ever. I imagine Tom Hiddleston's face whilst listening to him. Um, I actually don't know who that is. Do you want to shed some light on that for me, Coma? Shed some light. Rock and roll vocabulary. Do you want to tell me what that means? Give me some information. Uh, shed some light would imply that you were telling someone what you actually mean about something. Yeah, that I just explained that, Coma. I was actually asking you to uh, tell me who Tom Hiddleston is. Do you know who he is? Not really, no. <laughs> I don't. I think he. I think Great. he's a. I think he's a British actor. Okay, we're not really down with the cool kids, are we? So when I say we're not really down, we don't really understand what all the cool young people are doing. We're we're quite old now, but um, anyway, let's get to the show, Coma. Um, so everyone should probably know Corporal Coma's getting married soon. So you know, congratulations. Um, although I don't think anyone really cares because no one really knows you at this point. It's, it's like when someone introduces you to a friend. Say, oh, this is Lauren. Lauren's getting married soon and you feel like you have to say congratulations, but you don't really want to. But um, yeah, congratulations, Coma. Thanks. By the end of the show, everyone will be really happy for me. Sure, I bet they will. Um, Getting married in Spain, though, aren't you? I am, yeah. Keep the numbers down if you do that, but that didn't really work. So So to keep the numbers down, he means that you don't have to invite um, so many people. But you're uh, half Spanish anyway, aren't you, Corporal Coma? Is that right? Uh, I met someone from Spain once, yeah, so that's the same thing, isn't it? So, just so everyone knows, when we were young, well, throughout school, growing up, until we were about 21, Corporal Coma told everyone he was half Spanish because his mum had a friend that lived in Spain. You should have realised that I wasn't, seeing as you knew my mum and dad, and both of them were English. Danny and Debbie weren't Spanish, so... (laughs) Yeah, Danny and Debbie, they're not the most Spanish sounding names in the world, are they? Um, I was thinking, though, like one day if you have children, will they be half Italian? Because your friend, me, lives in Italy. Little Giuseppe. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Sure he will, little Giuseppe. Um, Anyway, so as I said, Corporal Combs getting married. So that brings us nicely onto the topic of the podcast, um, which is... I like best man. So a best man is someone that um, the groom, who's the man that gets married, asks um, to be the best man at the wedding. I don't know if this exists in other cultures. In Italy, I know it doesn't really. They have witnesses, um, but it's not really the same. It's a bit more responsibility, isn't there, best man? Oh, it's a huge responsibility. Huge. Yeah. And before anyone asks themselves, did... Corporal Coma choose Martin to be his best man. He actually chose me for the second role. The best man's the most important, um, which you normally choose your brother or your best friend. But unfortunately, Corporal Coma does have a brother. But I was thinking about this. I think I've known you longer than your brother's known you. So you probably should have chosen me. I, I haven't thought about it like that, but that is actually true. Yeah, I've known you since I was four and I've known him since I was 
six. So yeah, you're right. Exactly. But he yeah. still won. <laughs> is it too late to change? Can we change this? <laughs> well, it depends how he gets on. But I mean, yeah, I think you're probably out of the running, mate. <laughs> okay, nice that, uh, term there. You're out of the running. So you're out of the race. And I don't think I sort of clarified there what an usher is. So the best man um, is basically the more important one. And the usher, I don't know. We're going to look at this in a bit more detail. But um, how many times have you been best man, Coma? I've been best man twice. Very lucky to be so as well. Yeah, once with me, the two of us yeah. did it. And one of our friends chose the both of us. I think he should have chosen me, though, really. I can't believe he chose you. You were quite lucky to get that. Uh, I think I was there for the looks and you were there for the for the banter. <laughs> so banter is exactly what we have on this show, like uh, joking with each other, taking the piss. Yeah, that's what we do a lot. I think I was there for the humour because the best man has to make a speech at the wedding. So I think he thought... If Coma does this, it's going to be fucking boring. So we bet I better call Martin. Um, and the other time um, Corporal Coma did it was for another one of our mutual friends, who again chose me as the second role, and he chose you as number one. What a what a always, always a bridesmaid, never the bride, eh? <laughs> Very nice. Lots of wedding vocabulary here today. So the bride is obviously the woman that gets married, and the bridesmaid um, is like her friend, and that expression is used to say that you always come second in life which unfortunately sounds exactly what um is happening to me at the moment um but let's look at some of the responsibilities that um best men or best the best man has so one of them is to organize it says here the bachelor party but do we like that corporal coma we do not we're not american <laughs> we're english it's, uh, yeah, it's, a, exactly. it's, a, it's a stag day the stag do stag party stag do which is the party for the person getting married and all of the friends beforehand um you love them don't you coma you absolutely love a stag do i can't get enough of them i'm literally <laughs> always on one um so when we go on these things corporal coma just decides to not eat anything and just drink solidly for like 48 hours because normally um, in England, we either go abroad or we go away for the weekend and Corporal Coma just, well, just eats alcohol, just eats beer, basically, for 48 hours. <laughs> I do. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's a diet that I try every time I go away. <laughs> liquid lunch, I think he often refers to it as. Yeah. Um, and liquid breakfast and liquid dinner which is great um you organized one in marbella once in spain always coming back to spain here aren't we we are which was a great stag do um we had to go to a party which cost 85 euro to get in so to enter this sort of place we got one free drink though didn't we coma yeah, but it's only 80 euros for gin and tonic when you got in there. So, you know. <laughs> exactly. It was actually about fucking... Cheap as chips. <laughs> Lovely rock and roll vocabulary there. Cheap as chips. Just a nice way to say it, it was cheap. Um, we also organised one in Liverpool, though, didn't we? For that other one. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. That was less exotic. Yeah, less exotic. But when I say we organised that... Um... Yeah, I don't think you did much of that. <laughs> Again, I think you were sort of taking the admin role again there. And again, I think it was just like I was coming for the entertainment. Nice. And you were sending all the emails saying to people, are you free on this weekend in December? Because that's what you have to do. It's not all fun. I think you were just saying, I live in Italy. I can't sort it out. And I was lumbered with sorting it out. 
Yeah. No, it's two things there. He said Italy, which is just uh, our accent, which often I say as well. Um, and he said, I was lumbered with sorting it out. So lumbered, he was given the task. He didn't have a choice. Someone just dumped it on him, which was me. Um, I also was best man another time for my brother. And um, I had to organise his stag do. And um, I sent an email to all his friends, as you do, saying, this is the plan. And then... Um, I think my plan was to play football and go to a gay bar because I thought, you know, that'll be fun. And uh, I got a few emails immediately from his friends just saying, that sounds absolutely shit. And I thought, oh, okay, thanks. (laughs) Sounds a bit gay. Yeah, thanks for that. Okay, brilliant. Um, Anyway, so one of the great things about stag do's is that you um, can get pissed, so you can get drunk with your friends like dad and people like this so i was thinking coma is your dad coming on the stag uh well god i hope he doesn't listen to this podcast <laughs> uh, but no i he's already said yeah i can't wait for the stag so he's kind of put me in a position where i've got to invite him <laughs> so yes he will be absolutely brilliant i look forward to that very much um another important thing um is when the person asks you to be best man um it's Big important moment. Do you remember where you were when you got asked, Coma? Which time? Well, exactly. Yeah, all of those two times in your life. Yeah. Uh, well, with Hamish, it was about six o'clock in the morning. I was walking to the train station to commute into London, and for some reason, he rang me at six o'clock in the morning <laughs> to ask me, and he was pretty nervous. Uh, and Ad, Ad just couldn't decide. So we were in a pub in Chelmsford, and he. He just said, oh, I can't decide, you can both do it. <laughs> um, so he was obviously mentioning the names there. You need to remember, Coma, although this is me and you talking, other people are listening and they don't know who Hamish and Ad are. Sure. Um, so, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's a big moment. You phoned me the other day, didn't you, Coma? All nervous. Oh, what's going on? What's happening? We have to talk, think, what's he going to say? Oh, God, is he going to say to me, you can't come to the wedding? <laughs> I want to be best man. Usher, God, who knows what's going to happen? What a nervous conversation that was, hey? Would you remember when you uh, texted me and said, are you asking me to be your best man? <laughs> and I was then had to awkwardly say, no, 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 I was just saying we could do a podcast about being best men because that was really uncomfortable. It, it was very strange, though, because you've never showed any interest in being on the podcast. And then after you announce you're getting married, you send me a message saying, oh, we should do a podcast about being best man. And I thought, what the fuck is he doing? He's never been interested. Is he going to ask me to be best man on the podcast? I don't know what the fuck is going on. Evidently not. Yeah, evidently not. But I thought it was going to be like one of those things, you know, like in America when you see someone um, proposing to his girlfriend in a basketball match and everyone watches. I thought you wanted to do that, like on the podcast. You wanted to ask me in front of everyone, the world. Do you remember at the beginning when I said, I haven't listened to the podcast before, so that would have been a weird way to do it. (laughs) Well, I don't know. I thought you wanted to be different. Um, So as we said, one of the, well, the biggest um, responsibility of the best man is, Corporal Coma, what is it? Doing a speech. Doing a speech. Oh, yeah, baby. And it's actually quite difficult because you have to make people laugh. That's the thing. The general order of speeches is what? It's the father of the bride. So that's the woman that's getting married, her dad. He just says, thanks for everyone. I love my daughter. Then we have the groom. I think that's right. Yeah. And he just says, I love my new wife. 
And then we have the best man. And then that person has to make everybody laugh. And that's the real pressure. Um, yeah, because when we did it, we I was going to say we wrote the speech together. But if I remember rightly, I wrote the speech and I just said to you, make sure you say this bit. Yeah. And it, we absolutely <laughs> nailed it. We knew each other's strengths. It was fine. <laughs> Lovely rock and roll vocabulary again there, Corporal Cohen. We nailed it. Like, we did it really well, basically. And we did. The whole audience were cracking up, weren't they? They were pissing their pants Absolutely with laughter. It. Yeah, exactly. Um, I've also got to do a speech as well at your wedding. Is that right? You do. Yeah, yeah. My, oh, bro- yeah. my, my brother's six years younger than me, so he's probably got less funny stories about me than you have. <laughs> Yeah, because that's the thing. You have to tell funny stories um, about the group. Um, So I'm very much looking forward to that. I think you already know I do enjoy public speaking and, you know, stuff. Give me a microphone. Making me look an idiot. (laughs) Give me a microphone as well. Maybe I can put it on the podcast. Um, But at the end of the speech, you generally have to say a serious bit, don't you? At the beginning, it's like, oh, I don't know. He's an idiot. We went out, got drunk. He embarrassed himself. But at the end, you have to say, like, you know, this is my friend. I love my friend. And when I did this for my brother, I had the very embarrassing thing of um, actually basically starting to cry. Um, (laughs) Which luckily none of my friends were there. I think your mum might have been there, actually. She probably was. She's always knocking about, yeah. Yeah. Oh, some real rock and roll vocabulary again there. So she's always knocking about. She's always just staying around, basically. Um, But I did use it to my advantage. I remember I stopped and it got really embarrassing. Everyone thought, oh, God, what the fuck is he doing? And I remember I said, I'm not going to cry if that's what you're thinking. Oh, God. And the whole place erupted coma. Um, I used a future form there in English. Do you know what one that was? No, no. My English isn't as good as yours. Never mind. Yeah, this is what I always say, though. Not because Corporal Coma is stupid, although maybe a little bit. Um, but um, the main thing is we don't study grammar. So I'm making him look stupid. But this is all English people, really. Um, and another responsibility, generally, of the best men is the um, dance with the bridesmaids. Um, again, do you remember... Uh, the time when we were best men and it got to the point for the dance the best men had to dance with the bridesmaids where's martin okay i'm here where's coma he's doing a shit in the toilet (laughs) oh oh god that is a story of my life (laughs) i've missed many a new year doing that (laughs) yeah i mean on new year if you've got to go and do a shit you should look at the look at your watch and just think look how long is this going to take maybe a 10 minute shit you can't be going 10 minutes before midnight poor quality watch it was it was running slow i thought i had i thought i had time (laughs) yeah but if i remember rightly i just took care of both of them so you know (laughs) well that is the first time you've ever used that phrase (laughs) i just saved the day so don't worry about it yeah okay well i was having a good shit so it's fine (laughs) Yeah, great. Thanks. We do enjoy talking about shits on this show. Um, One other thing is the rehearsal. So the rehearsal is like the practice run. I was thinking, have we got to do this for your wedding, Coma? Do I have to come to a rehearsal? Do you want to fly to Seville from (laughs) Palermo? (laughs) You can. That's what I'm I'm thinking. Your wedding's going to bankrupt me if I've got to (laughs) go to a fucking rehearsal. I think you'll be all right. I think you'll be fine. (laughs) Yeah, uh, because it can be a, b- a bit of pressure. I remember, again, when we did the best man job and there was a thing during the wedding where I think the bride 
and the groom had to give each other money to say like all the money I have as well I will give you and we were told both to bring a two pound coin <laughs> one for the bride one for the groom and then we were standing there and then they said where's the money and I remember thinking fuck I haven't got a two pound coin I've only got a one pound coin <laughs> will this be okay or can we just say he's only going to give her 50% of the money. It was a really oh. honest reflection of their <laughs> wedding as well. <laughs> yeah, luckily, though, I did run back and I think I asked someone for the uh, for the pound. I improvised, though, Kaima, didn't I? That's what I had to do. That's Very much what about. I'm doing now, actually, yeah. Sure. <laughs> doing this off the cuff, or some more uh, rock and roll vocabulary. What does that, what does that mean, off the cuff? Uh, it means that you are doing it impromptu impromptu yeah no preparation although that's probably not recommended if you're doing a speech at a wedding like that no. um anyway coma i'm very much looking forward to doing this at your wedding but hopefully you will come and see us again on the podcast beforehand i'd love to we can have like a build-up and then we could have like a live wedding <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're not doing that <laughs> i'm gonna be pretty nervous I, I don't really want you shoving a mic in my face Notice he said they're shoving, like putting it, but in a sort of aggressive way, which I'm happy to do, by the way. Um, anyway, thanks a lot for your time. We will see you again soon. I've enjoyed it. Thank you. All right. Thanks a lot. See you later. OK, so that was me talking to Corporal Coma. So let's have a look at some of that rock and roll vocabulary. Um, before we actually start that, though, I thought I should probably clarify the difference between this best man and Usher, which we spoke about, because I listened to the show again and I thought that was a fucking shit explanation. So they are very similar in the roles. The man that's getting married chooses them to sort of participate in the ceremony. But the best man, as we said, has to do a speech whilst the Usher has to usher people to their seats um you probably don't know that verb to usher people is like to show people their seats that's where the name comes from anyway but they basically just have to do the boring stuff at the wedding like make sure people are sitting at the right table and all of these little jobs which i have to do for corporal coma um anyway so Corporal Comer said his haircut is very sensible. So sensible means like practical, nothing stupid. You often get sensible children. Sensible children are the ones that go home and study and don't go out and start drinking when they're 14 and stuff like this. Um, Corporal, as we said, is a person in the army, quite a high person. And then they generally have haircuts like coma so that's where the name comes from um we had the term try it on when i said that corporal coma tried it on with clarification charlie so when you try it on with someone you try to i don't know influence them maybe to take them to bed let's say to start a romantic relationship and similar to that term coma used the term amorous which i didn't actually know until fairly recently because it's one of those Latin words like amore in Italian, amorous. And we don't really use these. Only intelligent people like Corporal Coma use them. And it means the same, to show sort of sexual desire to someone. I want to take you to bed with me. Um, Corporal Coma also said that he's not an avid listener. So by that word avid, he means like a regular listener, an enthusiastic listener. You could say, for example, I'm an avid reader of comics i don't know i'm an avid listener of podcasts in general that's me i don't read comics but i am an avid listener of podcasts um in the review it said that reviews can be quite tricky lovely word that tricky difficult it's the same just tricky is a bit more informal 
when we were talking about the best man, stuff like that, I said to Coma, do you want to shed some light on that for me? So when you shed some light on something, you tell us, you make it less confusing. Maybe I heard from someone that something crazy happened last night. I want to know. I'm a bit confused by the story. So I say to you, because you were there, obviously, shed some light on it for me. Um, I also said to Coma that we're not down with the cool kids so if you're not down with someone you're not friends with them let's say it's a very informal way to talk but it's probably best just to remember this phrase i'm not down with the young people with the cool people i don't really understand them they do their strange stuff don't they um he also said that he's getting married abroad to keep the numbers down so if you keep the numbers down you do exactly that you want a small number you don't want the number to get big and then he also said to me that i'm out of the running for best man so if you're out of the running you're out of the race let's say the opposite to that is in the running maybe i was in the running before he made the decision and now he made the decision i'm out of the running um he also used the word banter when he said that when we were best men he was there for the looks because he is a very beautiful man bit like boom boom cannon and i was there for the banter so banter is like jokes very much like what you hear on this podcast when we make fun of each other and stuff like that um he also used a lovely term when he said always the bridesmaid never the bride that's a way to say you're never the most important person you always come second exactly like me because i said that i'm always the usher i'm never the best man so we use this term we can use it for other things as well maybe in a football team if you're always vice captain and never captain you can say always the bridesmaid never the bride um when i said to coma that we had to pay 85 euros to get in remember which means enter he said it was cheap as chips that's a lovely expression just to mean obviously that it was very cheap because chips are cheap i suppose so we say this very often cheap as chips for example full volume membership 10 euros a month podcast every day cheap as chips sorry i had to just put that little bit of advertisement in there i don't have adverts on the podcast do i so i have to advertise myself um anyway he also said that he was lumbered with organising the stag do. So if you are lumbered with something, you don't really have a choice to do it. You just get given the task. You don't have a choice. And it's like, oh, fuck, now I have to do this. You can get lumbered with anything. You can get lumbered with doing the cooking. Maybe if you're at home alone, you can get lumbered with having to talk to someone you don't want to talk to at a party. You know, there's one person no one wants to talk to. Everyone moves away. You, you're still there. That person talks to you. Fuck, I've been lumbered with him. Um, when we were talking about the speech that we did when we were best men, Coma said that we absolutely nailed it. So if you nail something, it means to complete it successfully. You can nail a test, for example. We especially use it for things like this, like performances, let's say. Um... When he was talking about his mum, he said she's always knocking about, which means she's always hanging around. It was when I said that she was at my brother's wedding and he said, yeah, she's always knocking about. She's always there. You know, you go out there, she's there. You go there, she's there. She's always knocking about. Um, we also spoke about the rehearsal for the wedding. So the rehearsal is like the practice run. You have rehearsals for plays and stuff like that if you're in the theatre you don't just perform the first night for the first time what do you do before you have rehearsals same as musicians i imagine um, and then we were talking about the speech and i said that you can do it off the cuff so when you do something off the cuff you do it without preparation often what i do with the podcast well kind of i have 
a few words on a piece of paper and the rest is all just off the cuff what happens happens and then when I suggested doing the podcast at the wedding he said no I don't want you shoving a mic in my face so shoving a microphone is to like put it in someone's face aggressively often what I've done in the past to some of my friends anyway that's all of the rock and roll vocabulary go to rock and roll English find the episode read the vocabulary remember the vocabulary do the quiz which is there people have fun but most importantly just keep on rocking thanks so much for listening to rock and roll english for more great content and to stay up to date visit rockandrollenglish.com and facebook.com slash rock and roll english we'll catch you next time